0: Hello and welcome back to the Living Imperfully podcast with me your host Claire. You're listening to the podcast that provides you with real honest discussions on how embracing imperfection can be a helpful approach to improving our relationship with food, body image, exercise and navigating through our messy lives in general. So let's get started. Today's episode is based from two separate conversations that I've had with people on social media and also there's a few of my clients that are going through this right now and that is the journey of letting go of food tracking. Firstly, I just want to say tracking food isn't necessarily a bad thing there's no good or bad right or wrong but like most things in life it's not for everyone and also it's not a forever thing it's a tool and not the only tool and I feel that the fitness world it can come across sometimes that tracking food is the key to optimal health um, but what if I actually told you that loosening the grip on these numbers can actually lead to more joyful and sustainable relationship with food and your body. Also, I hate to break it to you, but tracking food isn't 100% accurate. There is error from the manufacturers and shocker, there's error in your tracking I know, Um, even those who are perfect at tracking to the gram, but sometimes like actually knowing that it's not perfect, can make the experience of removing tracking just that little bit kinder on the mind. And like I said, there's no dissing tracking because I have clients that are tracking and some that are not. And the end game really is always to come away from tracking. Unless you are got visions of being in a care home and tracking your fancy piece that your grandkids have brought in um, and that you just love constantly being consumed by all the numbers, if that's your bag, like crack on. Um, but I'm imagining it's, it's probably not. Uh, so, yeah. So as always, I'm going to give you the pros and cons, because like most things, there's always two, at least two sides of the story. Um, so yeah, let's look at the pros and cons of tracking and then I'm going to give you some questions that you can ask yourself to get curious to why you're maybe hesitant to removing tracking. So let's start with why, why track food? Like why have I got clients tracking food? Um I think first and foremost, education, like what actually is food? Because some people they're Gaining some insight to what actually is in food, like the calories, the macro nutrients, the micronutrients, um, because it's this is important to build an education on this. Weight management as well. However, I would also say gaining an understanding on your eating behaviors, your thoughts and feelings around food, um. And there's also way, way more to it than that is very helpful too. Hence why working with a coach is really can be really helpful because it's way more than just calories in versus calories out. Like it makes my blood boil when I see it's just calories in, calories out. Like it's not as simple as that. And actually, even just that message can be so, I guess frustrating for somebody who is like really trying hard with tracking their food and you know being like absolutely bang on with all of this it can be really frustrating um so yeah that's why i would encourage perhaps tracking food is gaining an an understanding of what food actually is (laughs) sorry i have a bit of a cold Um, So if I start coughing and spluttering through this, and because this podcast is living imperfectly, it's rough and ready, no editing in this. So yeah, if I start coughing, apologies. (laughs) Right, get back to it. Okay, why it might not be helpful to track food? Well, first and foremost, it can be time consuming god i'm going off on a right rant today another little pet hate that i i have is when i see coaches or pts on social media saying that everybody has time to weigh out their food and you know we just need to be weighing out our food I'm like no <laughs> it's, not, it's just so unrealistic that like we don't all live the same lives so blanket statements like everyone you know can do the same thing or the same way is just absolute bullshit right okay rein it in <laughs> i'm getting really spicy on this one i didn't expect to be so uh heated about this one but yeah trying to remain it in clear (laughs) so yeah like we don't all live the like the same lives you know some of us have got kids some of us have got work crazy shift patterns some of us have got a combination of both and just so many variables so yeah it is an individual approach as always uh tracking can promote obsessive behavior around when when it gets to that state of you are tracking every morsel of food that goes into your mouth basically it can it can contribute to an unhealthy relationship with food and I do feel quite passionate about sharing that and yeah it can foster feelings of guilt and shame and for those that are prone to perfectionist traits you know if you go just a slightly over your calories or you don't hit your macronutrients or you know whatever your targets that you're going for it can leave people feeling yeah guilt and shame and this negative emotional response isn't great I mean nobody wants to feel like it's not nice to feel guilt and shame and that if that's affecting your overall mental well-being then I personally feel that that isn't actually health seeking because health is multifaceted you know you we need to be considering your mental physical emotional state so if you're if this approach is having a negative effect on your mental well-being is that health seeking is that helping you with your goal of health I would question that. Also, tracking isn't sustainable long term. It's not a long term solution. It's a short term solution, the short term strategy for educating yourself around what food is. It also takes you away from learning your internal hunger and fullness cues because you're letting an app dictate how much food you eat or to eat. Like what happens in the days that you train more or you have a race or I don't know, you, you just you do more or you do less as well. You've got to think about that side too. So it's thinking about that because this rigid way of thinking can be unhelpful for what you're trying to achieve. Also, like what happens if you eat out and you haven't a clue what's in the meal now don't get me wrong you can guesstimate things but if you're guesstimating then the question you know is is that helpful um and also like what happens when you're around family occasions or you might be getting uh, shipped away rom- for a romantic surprise weekend um and you don't, haven't got a clue what's in the food and so there's a lack of education about what food is and a lack of Understanding of what our internal hunger and fullness cues are and how to make informed choices for different scenarios as well. So, there's a lot more to it. And yeah, as you can tell, I could probably go on about this all day, but I'm not going to go heavy on why not to track food because there's, like I said, there's two sides of the story. So, yeah, tracking is a tool. And I think if you are tracking food, I think it's important to alongside of this is to be focusing on building awareness and learning and knowing that when we're tracking food, are we learning? Are we learning what is in this meal? Are we checking in with our hunger and fullness? Do we know if it's our physical hunger or emotional hunger as well? Um, and I, I hear this a lot with like working with clients and I know from my own personal experience as well, um, that we when we kind of are maybe constantly crunching numbers, it's, I guess, some level of control which can feel safe, but we kind of do want to be moving away from this crunching numbers and allow the act of eating to be, well... <laughs> just that eating because it's not just about the numbers and it's not just about the food as well and naturally yeah it's daunting to start to trust your hunger and fullness cues especially if you've tried to control this for a long period of time or even a short period of time but trusting your hunger and fullness cues can be an absolute game changer and it's a way to really reconnect with the joy of nourishing your body without a rigid plan and it's about letting go of that tracking pressure or it can make your meals more enjoyable as well more of a celebration than a chore you know if you're if it if it's becoming a chore to track your food if you're no longer enjoying it you might find that perhaps that is leading to unhelpful behaviors um, with food as well. For some people, that is, of course. For some people, it may not be. So yeah, moving away, it's about building sustainable habits that are going to support you long-term. It's thinking about the long-term success because if you're tracking calories for a quick fix, you're most likely going to be missing out on the learning part. And then you're most likely going to end up back at that point, at some point later down the line. And you kind of rinse and repeat that cycle, which is bloody frustrating. So yeah, it's about thinking about, you, you know, your your health and your training and as a long-term. It's like seeing it as, well, this is what I do. This is what I'm going, you know, you're going to need to eat for the rest of your days. So put in the kind of the work of learning. And there's so many various ways you can approach removing tracking as well. And this, of course, will be dependent on you as an individual human because we are uniquely individual and our brains work in different ways. For some people, you can, you know, just going cold turkey and, you know, removing it. If you've got the education, you know, and you really do know, then yeah. But for some It might be actually like taking a a different approach of okay what things do you want to focus on learning a little bit more and what things can you maybe remove um but yeah and if you listen to this and you're like hmm i'm still hesitant of letting go of my fitness pal i'm not ready to delete it then you're in luck because i've got some questions for you um i've got 10 questions that you can ask yourself and I really do hope that you can come to a solution yourself on what you maybe feel is right for you because it's not really right or wrong. It's about finding out what is suitable for you in this moment, in this time that can help you continually move forward. Okay. So I'll start with question one, Willa. Okay. So, question one ask yourself, in fact, get yourself a notepad and write these down or I mean by all means you can come back to this anytime and you can also message me if you want me to just send them as a message whatever you prefer get started Claire (laughs) question one why do I feel the need to track food now asking you this question is because understanding the underlying motivations for tracking can um for some people, it can provide like some insight into whether it stems from a genuine desire for health-seeking behaviors or if this need for tracking food is driven from an external pressure or unrealistic expectations. So question two, how does tracking food impact my mental health? And I'd also say extend that one to my overall health. So thinking of physical, mental, emotional, well-being. So reflect on like the, the emotional toll of tracking food. Like, is it contributing to stress, anxiety, feelings of guilt, shame, or anything else that's negative impact to you? Assess like, is it like is it having a, an impact on your mental well-being? Because it's it's crucial in determining whether the practice of tracking aligns with your overall goal of health. Question three, do I find joy in eating or has it become a chore? So consider whether tracking has turned into the act of eating is like a mechanical task rather than an enjoyable experience. Like food is a source of nourishment and pleasure. And sometimes we can forget that when we're tracking and it can be a constant, instead it's a constant source of stress. It's an added stress. So think about that. Question four, what happens when I deviate away from the plan? Oh, This one. This one's a a good question. Like evaluate your emotional response. Always get curious to the response when when you move away from the plan. I mean, that goes not just for your food. I would say that's most things. Like, do you feel guilt or anxiety or shame or any other negative emotion? Understanding these emotions can help determine if tracking is fostering a healthy relationship with food because if you're feeling guilt shame etc then i would be questioning you know is that a healthy relationship with food question five am i able to listen to my body's hunger and fullness signals so are you able to do that can you recognize when you're hungry or when you're satisfied without relying on my fitness pal telling you you know are you able to establish that or are you actually actively trying to suppress your hunger all the time i'd say that's another one to, to add in like if the app has told you that you've hit your calories and you're like absolutely like starving still and you're suppressing that that would be a question I would get a little bit curious on as well. Question six, is tracking sustainable for me and I would say in the now and long term? So consider, consider this, like it, is this sustainable for me to do or is it something that I want to do short term but I'm going to also do the other work to make this whole process sustainable so you know is tracking a practice that you can realistically maintain for the rest of your days or a long period of time or does it feel like a temporary stressful solution yeah figure out figure out what what's that again i'm gonna say like there's no right or wrong with any of these questions if you're like Answering any of these questions, like shit, don't. It's not about right or wrong. It's really about figuring out what's right for you. Okay. Question seven: Does tracking support or hinder my social life? So everybody's social life's different. I mean, God, my social life's not really that, ex- <laughs> not really that exciting anymore. Um, but yeah, explore a little side insight to my life there right now but yeah explore how like tracking impacts your current social life you know is it limiting your uh, ability to enjoy meals with friends family you know does it enhance your overall well-being um because our social connections are crucial that's a crucial part of hell like you know as humans it's we love to be connected with people i mean we don't always want to be connected with everybody but it is about you know social connection is super important okay question eight what does success look like beyond numbers again i would say this one's quite important one not just for tracking overall i think you're whether if we're tied to numbers, it's really about looking at what is success beyond them. So yeah, define what that means to you because what it means to me, will be different to you, different to the next person. Success is is individual shock like everything else. Um, and if you know what success looks like for you, then doesn't really matter what everybody else is doing because it's success for you. It can help to reduce the comparison sometimes when you know what your own success looks like. So, yeah, again, considering the broader aspects of health what's your energy levels like? What's your mood like? What's your overall well being like? Is this an effective way to go about things? Question nine Can I trust myself to make Healthy choices without tracking. So I would maybe reframe that actually, I'm going to reframe that one. Can I trust myself to make informed choices? I'm going to say that informed choices that are aligned with my values and my goals without tracking. So assess your confidence in making food choices you know are you able to make informed choices without an app telling you what choices to make and building trust in your ability to nourish your body is a key factor of letting go of constant monitoring um it, it's it's a learning it's a learning experience and we only really gain confidence from from doing the things and learning as we go it's never going to be perfect nothing is perfect a little reminder about that um we you know if if we pause and make her decide what we're going to actively do in certain situations it, it definitely helps to reduce that feeling of guilt and shame because we are honoring what our choice we all have a choice in what we do um so yeah and question 10, do I need support with this? If you're like, just so like uncertain and don't know where to start with it, with letting go of tracking or even starting tracking as well. Like if you're feeling just so confused about nutrition in general, then seeking guidance and support is most likely going to save you time in the process and your energy and you'll have somebody by the by your side supporting you through this and yeah but it i would say making sure that it's somebody that is qualified to actually help you in this area and also it, asking for help is not a sign of weakness you don't need to muddle on or feel like you should just have your shit together like if people didn't struggle like think about it like how many conversations you have with people that are talking about dieting or food in general it's you know a lot of people actually you know do need support with their diet or to learn and understand so it it's not it's not just you that struggles with this is what I'm trying to say in a kind way is that a lot of us do you struggle with this? And it's yeah, it's definitely not a sign of weakness to ask for help. It's it's actually a sign of strength, I think, to to say, hey, I'm I'm struggling with this thing, and I I don't I don't want to be struggling with this thing anymore, and I'm no I'm not willing to suffer and struggle with this anymore. So I'm gonna actively take action, imperfect action, and do something about this. Now, obviously, I'm gonna recommend me, shameless plug, but there's, you know, it's this isn't about just come and work with me. There's also, you know, certified nutritionists, uh, other c- certified nutritionists and dietitians out there that are would be able to help you too. Um, and it's making sure that, like I said before, they're qualified. And also, I would say that they maybe have similar values as you or ethos as you. Basically, like do some digging around and find out if they are your person, if they get you and you feel like you're going to be able to have these open and honest discussions about the things that you are struggling with um, and that you're going to be met with no judgment, no shame, and you're going to be able to unpack all of this. And if it's me, then, you know, drop me a message and we'll have a chat. If it's not me and you still want to drop me a message. I'm totally up for that. Um I also have like know a lot of coaches that I highly value so if I'm not your person I recommend other coaches all the time. So yeah, reach out to me is what I'm saying. So before I finish up, I'm going to repeat this one more time. The decision to track food or not to track food is highly individual. So not everybody needs to track food not everybody not doesn't need to track food there's no right or wrong there's no one size fits all kind of answer that's not how that's not how nutrition works that's not how training works that's not really how much thing things in life work so it's essential to consider prioritizing both your physical your mental well-being and your approach to nutrition So if you've gone down an avenue like tracking, non-tracking, whatever it is, and it is affecting your overall health, physical, mental, emotional state, please know that there is most likely another tool or strategy to go about nutrition. And sometimes it might be multiple things at once. And yeah, because that's just how we are as humans. (laughs) we're just unique and we need different things we all take things in differently we all learn things differently um and yeah you're an individual person with your own lived experience your own lifestyle and your nutrition strategy needs to consider all of this and the last thing i'm going to say is that whether you decide to if you come off of tracking it's not to say you can you'll never track food again. Like sometimes you might be like, do you know what? I might I might, might want to have a little mini audit, but let's just check what's my intentions behind this as well. Just sort of throw that in there at the end. <laughs> right, I am actually going to stop now. Um, anyway, thanks as always for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Can you believe that like I'm nearly at a whole year of the podcast? like i'm i'm honestly i'm i can't actually believe it so i feel like this is like a pre early year celebration just to say thank you but yeah every time i say thanks so much for taking time to listen to this podcast i genuinely mean it um and if you're new to the podcast and you haven't hit the subscribe button you know obviously this is like your reminder to hit the subscribe button because you're going to want to keep listening to this so I hope you've taken something from this episode that has helped in some way feel free to reach out to me anytime my contact details are in the show notes as always and I look forward to meeting you again on the next episode